people are postponing retirement now. I know they're going to have to, uh, just based off of, you know, when they're going to retire on a lean capability to retire. And then with this all head, it changes some people's retirement date. That's unfortunate. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Thanks for joining us on another edition of the Retirement Reality Podcast. Ben George alongside Mike Coynan, the founder and owner at Principal Preservation Services, serving at Minneapolis, St. Paul, Western Wisconsin area. Mike, how you doing? It's a good morning. It's uh, spring and, and uh, looking forward to summer. I, we, we love that this weather. We like the four seasons up here, but summer is my favorite for sure. Yeah, I love it as well. Um, well, it's a busy time. We're going to get into a really good conversation, I think. It, it's one that's kind of a just an overall look at retirement planning, what you should be focused on at each stage of your retirement plan. So we're going to start from about 15 years out, you know, when you're early 50s, take you all the way up into retirement, and then even after retirement, what you should be focused on. So that's going to be our, our main focus of this episode. Uh, and we're going to have a couple of mailbag questions as well. So stick around to the end, a couple of good conversations on some retirement planning topics that listeners have asked us about. We'll get to those at the end of the show. Uh, let's open up just a quick thought on um, you know just what's been happening lately. Again, this is being recorded in middle of March, so probably a lot's changed by the time this this airs. But just kind of the overall feel around the office, Mike, and with your clients, kind of what conversations are you having with them right now? As you know, the market continues to to take a hit, coronavirus scares, all the speculation that's happening everywhere. You know what's happening with you and, and the team at Principal Preservation Services? Well, it's like somebody just got some smelling salts put right in, in their <laughs> face, really. Uh, it's really caught a lot of people's attention, of course. And um, a lot of people didn't think it was going to react like it did, but it did. And uh, this is a reality check. And again, this is why we remind people and, and we do a lot of educational seminars through the years is don't get, don't get too complacent with the market. I mean, what does go up will go down. And now we're starting to see, you know, seeing this. You've seen big drops in the market, but you know if you have if you're not retiring in this next this year or the next you know year, you know, you're probably going to be all right. Uh, you have time for the market to come back up here, and hopefully it does come up even in a couple of years. Usually that takes a while, but I'll tell you the ones who are retiring this year. I've, we've got a number of phone calls. Our, our office line has been ringing off the hook with people who are like, you know what, I need to do something. Um, or people who thought they were going to take on more risk than you know what we told them to to do, and then now they're they're kicking themselves. They take some hits, and people are postponing retirement now. I know they're going to have to, mm-hmm. uh, just based off of you know when they're going to retire on a lean capability to retire, and then with this all hit, it changes some people's retirement date. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that is unfortunate. So hopefully things will. Uh We'll bounce back. Uh, who knows what the next, you know, even year will hold. I'm sure it's going to continue to be a very volatile year, especially with the election coming up and just everything is happening. Uh, you know, who knows when it's going to actually get better. But that's why you work with somebody and build out a plan that uh, can take and withstand some of these these big downturns. We've been talking about it for a while, but this is why we do, because, you know, days like today and months and, and weeks like this will happen and you got to be prepared for them. But, yeah, you know, we want to talk today about those stages of retirement and stuff you need to be focused on. You know, where, you know, forget about what's happening right now. Look big picture. Let's start planning uh, 
from 15 years out all the way up to retirement, some things that you should be focused on. That's what we're going to do today with Mike. And remember, you know, there's a lot of resources on Mike's site about what we're talking about today in terms of retirement planning that you can access at principalpreservationservices.com. So you, that, you know, whatever you take away from this conversation, you can add to it and supplement it on Mike's website. Or you can call him also and sit down, have a meeting, work on your plan, make sure you're focused on the right things depending on what stage you're at. And you can do that at 855-987-8888. So let's start from about 15 years out, Mike. You know, let's assume most people are retiring around 65, although that's going to be different for everybody. But let's just kind of use that as our general guidance here. So 15 years out, you're about 50 years old, early 50s. You know, what are the main focuses right now at this point? What financial issues are you really starting to focus on in terms of retirement planning? Yeah, it kind of puts me in this category, you know, 48 years old. I'm you know, 15 to maybe 20 years out from, from retirement. Uh, a lot of, so I can relate to this one is, first of all, I really recommend you know, 15, 20 years, you can make some really big impacts in your contributions and your growth of your portfolio. So that's one thing that you should be looking at right away is increasing and maxing out those contributions as you're making, you know, if you're in your you know, late 40s, early 50s, you're, you're probably at some high points of, of career earnings or getting there. And so now you're probably making more than you've ever made. Kids are uh, getting out of the house, just left the house, are soon to, and you know debt should be under control. You should have a good control over your budget. So let's max out those contributions. You have the, you know, when you're over 50, you can contribute more, up to $26,000 into an employee sponsor plan like a 401k, 403b. Um, if you're under that, it's $19,500 per year. But and then for the IRAs, it's 6000 if you're under 50, but if it's $7,000, you get that extra catch up if you're over 50. So look at trying to max those out as much as you can uh, in these last few years, because you just look at 15 years, and even if you're putting 20000 a year, that's contributions of 300 of just what you put in, and then you get employer match as well, and that might be another, let's just say another maybe 100000 of contributions are of what they match that's 400,000 of contributions and if that money can even just double in roughly in that 15 years that's you know it's about 800 grand so people can make some really big catch up and growth in their portfolios that those last few years but also start looking at de-risking your portfolio a little bit that's when you're going to say is what I'm in today is that appropriate for me the older we get the less risk we should have on have in our portfolios you don't need to have super conservative portfolios at this age, but you want to make sure that you're in appropriate type investments. So let's say you get to your mid fifties, you're about 55 or so your final decade of retirement. This is an important time. You know, there's a lot of things you can start kind of checking off as you get closer, but you also still have a good amount of time left to still plan, to still save, to invest. What are you focused on at this point, 10 years out? Yeah. Double check your, your income stream, see where those are at. So, you know, it's early on, but you can just get a rough estimate what social security is going to look like. Again, reassess your portfolio. That's why I said your investment shouldn't be a set and forget it type, (laughs) the Ronco investing machine or something like that. you, You need to be adjusting that on a yearly basis. And obviously the markets change. So you have to make sure that you're appropriate and you're making some, uh, whoever you're working with, uh, we make adjustments for our clients automatically based off of uh, you know what risk they want to be at. But in just thinking about, start putting a date out there. You know, hypothetical date. Are you going to retire at 62? Are you going to go to 65 or 66 or 
Some people really love what they do and they want to work till 70. But you also have to look at, does your employer, is that position really condone people working you know, later? Um, some jobs are very physical and that you just can't do it that late. So you have to just be realistic with that. But start just thinking things out. You should be getting with financial professional and just putting these hypothetical dates out there and, and see, am I on track or what I have to do to actually increase my uh, contributions or lower my debt to be where I want to be. All right, now you cross into your 60s, you're 60 years old, you kind of you can really kind of start to see the retirement date on the horizon. What are you looking at? What are you focused on at this point? Yeah, when you're getting closer to, and, and maybe right in this point, maybe a little bit earlier, you also want to be looking at long-term care expenses. You know, uh, most people don't want to talk about the cost of long-term care, but it's the younger you are, the better chance you can, you know, get approved for long-term care because it's, you know, you have to pay for it out of your, your, your pocketbook to cover for long-term care insurance, but you really got to pay for it with your health. If you don't have you know, decent health, you're not going to get approved. So the older we get, the harder it is to actually get in uh, to a long-term care plan. So look at that. But also, again, reassess your, your risk. You should be in a lot lower risk, you know, five years from retirement than you were of, you see, 10 to 15 years. So you want to be making sure that your advisor is listening to your needs and you tell them and they actually listen. There's so many people that have told their advisors, I want to be conservative now, and they've come in and they're still in moderate to moderate aggressive or aggressive portfolios. They just haven't done anything. And so you want to make sure they're actually really involved. Obviously, we're going to look at pensions, get some hypothetical numbers for pensions. If you have that, Social Security, do you have rental income? Um, do you get dividend income? Where are your your expenses at? Are you going to downsize or we should say right size your house? You know, are you planning on doing that? So where's your debt situation going to be at? This really want to pull it all together. You want to make sure you have a very strong written retirement plan in front of you so you can put all these numbers together and make sure that you're not making a mistake and make sure you're on, you're on pace. All right. So you've been doing all this work. You've been planning. You've been uh, spending these last 15 years getting everything in order. Now comes that retirement day. Give me the one essential thing that you need to have figured out by this point. Well, I will say your health is so important. So right before you retire, I'll say about a couple of months before you retire, get a full exam, <laughs> especially when you're on you know, your employer's plan. Uh, you want to make sure everything is good. Uh, but when your health is good and you can retire, and obviously if your health's not good, you're going to retire anyways, right? Because you're like, yeah. I, wanna, <laughs> I, want to, I want to make sure I'm going to enjoy something. You want to make sure you have all these things in place. You have to have six to 12 months of emergency funds set aside. And this is more important than people think. People say, well, I have my IRAs. I have my 401ks. I have, I said, but those aren't emergency funds. If you need that money today, you got to process that. It's going to take you seven to 10 days to get that check in the mail. So uh, you want to have money that you've already paid taxes on to be available for emergencies. Uh, so get that emergency fund. It's, I tell you, when mama's happy, everybody's happy, and mama's a lot happier when she knows that there's 25 to 50 grand in the bank. If anything was delayed, she'd have the ability to, uh, to pay the bills. If just say social security checks got delayed for a month or two, you know, worst case scenario. Uh, so the emergency fund is great, 
be on top of your, your needs. Hopefully you're debt free at this point. That was my ultimate goal for my clients. When you retire, hopefully your house is paid off and all your debts are paid off. It'll make it so much easier. So now you'll be living off of just a fixed income for the rest of your life. And I would say maybe even 30 days or 60 days before retirement, you should actually do a, a dry run, try to live off of that income you'll be living off of in retirement. Can you do that? Because most of your income is going down. Now, it's fun when we do a lot of planning and sometimes the client's monies are actually, they, they net more income in retirement than they did when they're working. That is great. But can you live off of usually a reduced income? Maybe it's 20 Maybe it's 35% lower than what you were netting before. That's why it's important to keep your, your expenses down. Well, a lot of people might think the conversation ends there because now you're retired and it's time to live your, the life you choose. But retirement planning obviously continues on because there's still work to do once you're retired. I mean, you know, most people are going to be living 15, 20, 25 years beyond that retirement date. So you got to kind of stay on top of everything. So let's go fast forward five or 10 years uh, beyond retirement date. What are you working on at that point with clients? Yeah, we're making sure at this point that they're they're doing their part, we're doing our part. And when we say their part is, are they living within their means? It's one thing to tell your advisor that you're you're living off of this much income per month, but it's another another thing to say <laughs> to actually do it. And so, you know, that's why I, I usually get down to it. I said, you know, what are you having left over every month? You know, this is when they're working, by the way because they tell me their expenses are really low and it just doesn't jive. Because I said, you must have a big savings account. Well, no, I don't have anything in savings. I said, well, if you have your expenses are this low, you should be saving a lot of money, which just means they're spending more. So just reality check is people tend to spend more than they, spenders are usually spenders, it's a habit. Savers are usually savers and that's a habit. It's hard to change habits uh, when you've been doing it for a long time. But that's the key is living within the means uh, for the spenders and for the savers, sometimes I'm telling people it's okay to spend some money because if your goal is not to be leaving millions behind to your your heirs, you might want to just be using some of this money up. But health concerns is huge. Is uh, We want to make sure that how's your health and um, the expenses with health, you have that, that health covered. Um, so you don't have anything if you don't have your health you can't and that could be a big expense on there especially if you have long-term care cost we're looking at about a six figures of just a private room right now but what will that be in the future and also when you're looking at the well is you know are you looking to relocate you know so now the kids are having kids of their own your grandparents sometimes you're going to be relocating to a different state so it's important to know tax-wise, where you're moving to, the cost of the expenses and housing there. And it could be a big big life change in retirement because a lot of our clients want to be where their kids are. And if they've relocated and their grandkids, they want to be part of their lives. So there's so many factors that come into all these stages and so many variables, and you can't plan them out. And we can do our best to plan them out. We just can't plan everything perfectly. And for those planners, it's hard. Those people who are want everything the day planned out and the weeks planned out and the years planned out, it's hard for them to adjust. It can be stressful. But take it on as a challenge. And when you're, you're going to be hopefully around family, uh, it'll be a enjoyable ride and, and you can write a book about it. <laughs> so, Well, that's uh, all great kind of uh, guidance, general guidance on where you should be looking at each stage of your retirement. And again, remember, it does not stop. Once you're retired, the planning process goes well on 
beyond that time. And you need to always be working with an advisor during this process to make sure you're on the right track and to make sure everything is covered. All your bases are covered and Principal Preservation Services is there to do that for you. You can find them online at principalpreservationservices.com or you can call them at 855-987-8888. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Let's dive into the mailbag now and ask a couple questions. we got a couple we want to get to today. If you ever have any questions, connect with us at principalpreservationservices.com. You can also do so on Facebook or social media, or you can call, as I mentioned before. So let's get uh, this first one. It comes in from Tanner, Mike, and I like this question because I think this relates to a lot of people now. We had kids later in life than most people, so they'll still be in college when we're ready to retire. Should we just make them get student loans instead of trying to come up with the money to pay tuition after we're already retired? Yeah, and I'll probably have a different answer for for most people, uh, what I see most people do, but I don't believe you should compromise your retirement plan for your children's education unless you really have a lot of excess uh, to be able to do that. And most people are not in a position to pay for these expensive costs for college tuition, which is, you know, on the low end, $10,000, uh, high end, you know, seventy five thousand a year for some of these out of state, you know, universities. So, I do recommend them getting a a you know, student loan. I think the children take it more serious when they know that this is a responsibility, and that they're going to be liable for for this bill. And they better go to class. They better take it serious. They better get good scores. Um, if you're able to help out as they're making payments, I think that's a bonus, and I think they'll appreciate that more. But I think. Um, you postponing your retirement, taking money from, you know, cutting back your contributions uh, right before retirement is going to hurt your retirement. Uh, unless you get some disclosure, you help them pay for school and they have some, you have some agreement that they're going to help you in retirement. I don't think that's going to happen. So don't jeopardize your retirement. And if you have the excess, great if you're there to help them with. But I do recommend I, what we did with our daughter. Uh, you know, I'm not later age and my daughter's 20 she just you know she went to actually beauty school and it wasn't cheap it was over twenty thousand dollars a year for this high-end beauty school but we we could have helped her we could have paid for it but we said we want you to get a student loan this is your responsibility we want you to take it serious she's not listening to this podcast anyways but i could say that we will be helping her to get rid of that debt as she's making payments we want her to appreciate that we're helping her out and not saying that, hey, mom and dad is just going to cover your expenses up front. I just think it's an important part. I, nobody paid for my education, and I have a lot of my clients come in here. They haven't their parents didn't help pay for theirs, and we we turned out all right. Yeah, and I think that's a conversation a lot of people are going to be having, and and who knows even what the uh, higher edu- education uh, industry is going to look like, you know, in, in 15, 20 years when, when Tanner's child is in college, who knows what tuition will look like at that point, but a lot of conversations yeah. to have. And I think that's some, uh, some really good guidance there, Mike. Uh, one more question, uh, on this show is from Penelope. We're both 63 years old and we haven't saved very much for retirement. In fact, we haven't really saved anything at all, but we're about to sell our farm to a young family and that sale will net just under a million dollars. We'll need to buy a house to move into. But other than that, what should we do with this money? We see this a lot. We see a lot of the farmers here in Wisconsin who have uh, a lot of their equity, their assets tied up in land and farms like this. So uh, we we have this situation come up quite often. So what I would uh, 
you know, recommend, yeah, obviously you have to find that house, find out what of that that money you're looking to to use for that purchase. You know, maybe the the next level house is 300, maybe it's 400,000, but the other remaining money, you know, we had to look at the whole situation, Penelope, but obviously other debts that you might have, it's easier to be in retirement debt free. So we, you know, maybe it's another 50,000, you have to, you know, clear up some other debts or car loans or whatever it might be, but you could do a lot with that remaining 500, 600, whatever thousand is left over to set up a retirement plan. And I think that's something we would uh, love to help you set that up and, and look at what are those options and in retirement so you can actually have a, a steady stream of investment income in retirement that should last your lifetime, especially if you're going, going to be debt-free like it sounds like. So it's a good situation. Um, it's look at it just like uh, you've acquired, you know, had a million dollars in a uh, in a uh, 401k or IRA, but it's actually going to be a little bit better because the taxes will be a little bit, little bit lower than traditional taxes. So thanks for that question, Penelope. Um, and if you ever have a question for Mike, it could be on any any type of retirement planning, financial planning uh, conversation. Be sure to send that in at principalpreservationservices.com connect on Facebook, or you can call the office at 855-987-8888. So great conversations today, Mike. A a lot to talk about in terms of planning and those stages. You know, some great things to focus on, and hopefully some people will have some takeaways and can kind of tweak their plan as necessary. Yeah, we're all here to help. So a lot of tweaking, and there's no cookie-cutter approach to this. Everything has to be individualized for, for your situation. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you hit subscribe too on the podcast. We'll have another episode next week. Every week, a new episode from the Retirement Reality Podcast. So for Mike Coyne and I am Ben George. Thanks for listening to this episode and we'll talk to you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.